You may find this hard to believe, but 60 songs that explain the 90s, America's favorite poorly named music podcast is back with 30 more songs and 120 songs total. I'm your host, Rob Harvilla, here to bring you more shrewd musical analysis, poignant nostalgic reveries, crude personal anecdotes, and rad special guests all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws That Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify. It is May 22nd, 2023, the year of our Lord. We have breaking news at the top of your program today. I'm excited because we already recorded the whole podcast, but you don't know that because you haven't heard it yet. But we just got a call. Jesse's mad I'm breaking the fourth wall. Get over it. It's okay. You're doing it great. is official by the time you will be hearing this. Fanatics has acquired PWCC. A lot of rumors going around, obviously. No, that is no longer a rumor. No longer a rumor. We heard directly from Fanatics. They have acquired them. They have meeting with the team. Sounds like almost everybody will be staying on. Operations as normal. The vaulting. Uh, there will be no lag in service for the customers, which is really the only thing that matters, quite frankly. I don't care who owns it. Yeah. There will be no delay, no lag in service for the customers. Uh, oh, so, and just to be clear, you said almost everyone. We have no idea if anyone's not staying on or not. Correct. So just to be clear there. Sounds like it's going to continue as business as usual, though. Yes, they're not making any but quick decisions. It is a thousand percent confirmed directly from the source at Fanatics. Fanatics has acquired PWCC. They made the they made clear protecting assets is number one and bringing more value to their collectors is number two. That is their main goal, stepping into the space before making any decision. Yeah, and then obviously we're going to continue to see Fanatics get their foot in different pieces of the market. Fanatics Live is on the horizon. Uh, Fanatics obviously now owns a vaulting service. This is a huge secondary marketplace there as well. Uh, yeah, big moves. I mean, we talked about Fanatics later on the show already, but this is a, obviously a major announcement. So there you go. That's your breaking news. I am Tom Brokaw. We're going to go record the whole show now. We already did it though, but you're going to hear it now. Goodbye. play that extra long on purpose? Like, because well, I take a week off, I, I get punished now? You threw me a chord Shut. in the middle of the intro. I don't, I have two hands, my friend. Shut that music off. I am back in studio. I will tell you a few things I don't care for. Number one. Golden using our opening music before we change topics. I've been told multiple times now in their social media, they've been using our theme music. So. I don't care about that I care all. about that. That upsets me. Couldn't care less. I don't care for the fact that you go to one of my best friends who is, you know one what? One of your best we're gonna friends. Go, we're okay. going to go fourth grade with this. He is a better friend to me than he is to you. Um, Fair or unfair? He's my best friend, but I'm not his best friend. It's so more accurate. <laughs> I don't care for the fact that my headphones have been stretched out. Thing oh, where, that's how you talk about your best friend, huh? Well, I'm just curious. <laughs> did you guys put those on a watermelon before I had to put them on or no? You know Tyler doesn't have the average size head. That's not his fault. I'm looking at yours, though. I don't... It's not as big as that, so that's good. It's... No, it's bigger. His? No, mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you enjoy what you listened to on the show? Tell me the truth. I thought you did a better job with somebody in the studio than you would have done alone. I don't necessarily know what he added card-wise, uh -huh. but I thought he added his presence here, added confidence to you, if nothing else. No, it was great. I, I've had now, several compliments on... Absolutely, yeah. That I did like Jimmy's dance. Me I, and Hannah did laugh about that. A lot of people uh, I'm like also those. very excited about the fact that you might have another in studio guest this week. That would be if you pull that off. It's I will not regret my decision any longer that <laughs> me and you have formed this business. <laughs> How long have you regretted it? When did we start? I don't. 
Just kidding. See, I'm back with some pizzazz. You, you went to Florida and you came back with the snark that everyone loves I'm so pumped. much. Uh, it was a busy week in Florida. Yeah? Did you buy a house? No. Oh, we well, want to. Who though. cares? We closed on that commercial thing today, though. Nobody so. cares about that. I when wanted I sell to go, that, go to a Florida house. You've I, don't know if you're gonna, I don't know if you're going to like the rental price that that's going to come with. I'm so. not paying rent. <laughs> okay. I'll be there with taking care of your baby, probably. Big, big week, though. There's okay. actually a lot to catch up on today. I am. I, this is perfect time for a podcast. I'm excited to be here. That does that's not happen a, often. That already is perfect for a podcast. Yeah, you can tell I'm excited. <laughs> the Celtics are absolute crap, by hey the way. now. Just a bunch of leprechaun wearing... Wow. Shamrock eating dummies. <laughs> You're just jumping ship. How do you just refuse to show up in the fourth quarter of the first two games, play like absolute dog crap? Mm-hmm. And then last night, just, I mean, everybody I know turned the game off. An embarrassment. Yeah, the 30, when they were down 30 points, it was hard to give any more attention to that. This but. is not a sports show. We're going we're gonna to talk about cards, <laughs> but I just want to make a couple points clear. Go for it. If you're a Celtics fan, there's plenty of them out there. I don't want to hear about Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown, or Al Horford, or Joe Missoula, the coach. None of them have been exceptional by any means in this in this um, Eastern Conference Finals. However, when LeBron loses a series, mm-hmm. you know who is solely to blame, no matter what the circumstances are? Laburn. There you go. When Kobe lost series, you know mm-hmm. what I didn't hear uh, toward the, the second run of theirs that the Lakers made? Well, Paul Gasol should have played better. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, well, nobody ever criticized Michael Jordan because that's just sacrilegious, which yeah, is ridiculous. Don't you dare. But you know what would have happened had he lost series? He doesn't, but people, okay. People wouldn't have gone, you know what, though? He really could have used a little bit more out of Scotty and Dennis. Well, that would actually be okay to say, but okay. Nobody would ever say that, though. All right. When you refuse to show up in fourth quarters of the first two games and then your team gets blown out, that falls solely on the star player on your team. But Period. Can't we say at least that Heat have been bringing oh, the, the heat, heat? By like, the way, that is actually not completely on Celtics. It is being not terrible. at all completely on there. The, the Heat have been again. They are the best coach team in basketball. Mm-hmm. I think the discrepancy of one and two, Spolster number one and number two, is a huge gap. I think it is almost as big a gap as the NFL has with Belichick and whoever, whatever other jabroni you want to put at number two. He okay. is far and away the best coach in, in the league. X's and O's, personality management. Spolstra is unbelievable. No, just anybody who doesn't understand that is a is a total donkey. Okay. Eon, eon, all the way to McDonald's. That's new. You haven't done you that like one that? before. Get yeah, a sound effect for that. Hit, hit your board. Make your jimmies. I like turtles. I just hit all the buttons. Okay, good. Yep. Um, the Heat have deserved to win every game. They have earned every victory. There's always that saying: Did the Celtics lose? Did the Heat win? The Heat have won each and every game. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Uh, And by Mm. the way, it is not Jamal Murray and it is not Joker, although they are very, very close. Jimmy Butler is the best player on the planet in the month of May. It is just, he dominates on both sides of the floor. Yeah. I mean, Grant Williams, by the way, don't ever speak in public again, buddy. Goes out and starts running his mouth in game two to Jimmy and Jimmy lights him up. (laughs) I don't need Grant Williams doing anything anymore on the court. Sit down. You know, have a slushy, enjoy your time, enjoy the front row, and shut your mouth. You have no business running your mouth to Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Fair enough. The Heat have been the better team on the floor, better yes. offensively, better defensively, better bench, better start play, better star power with Jimmy, better coaching, no question. The flip side, though, is if you're going to hold up Tatum, as all Celtics fans do, because we're irrational Bostonians, as a top five guy in the league or potentially top five, he's right there with Giannis Luke and all these other guys, then you know what happens when you lose? It is his fault. That is the way it goes. I don't want to hear about the rest of the team anymore. 
Could the other guys play better? No question. Has Missoula been totally outcoached and been unprepared? Absolutely. Jason Tatum has not made a field goal in the fourth quarter. At least uh, he had in the first two games. He had attempted eight, not made a yeah, field goal. I was <laughs> Unbelievably were not gross good. turnovers, by the way. Yep. That, by the way, both things are true here. He has been a real issue because your star has not performed like a star in, at pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. He's also 25. I don't necessarily need him to yet. Michael wasn't doing things at 25 like, like Tatum has done right now. Like All these other guys are years into their career before they're anywhere near the point that Tatum's at. Okay. Tatum's been amazing. So you're not completely against Tatum no, and it, the Celtics. It, okay. it is okay that he is not the closer that Jimmy and some of these other guys are. But didn't you say that before the game even started that the Celtics were going to win? I thought the Celtics were going to be absolutely. Okay. The, was I, that based on fact or just your homer bias? I can accept homer bias. No, I mean it's based on. I mean, there's some homer bias, but look at the numbers. I mean, they're still they were favored to win the series after they lost game two. By the way. In Vegas, still the odds on favor. That's to win true. Them. I did see that. Okay. So overwhelming, yeah. the public thought they would win. That's I thought true. they would win, but it's okay that Tatum is not that guy yet. It's still amazing. There mm-hmm. are very few careers in the history of the NBA that are on the trajectory that his has started out on. Eastern Conference Finals, I believe this is second or third time, or at least his third. He's had a finals appearance. He's unbelievable. He's not the guy yet. He cannot close out big games yet. He just can't, and that's okay. Hopefully, he will learn that. He is still young. That's where we're at with the Celtics team. Do you think they'll win their last game? This, this I would next be game. shocked if they got swept. You just don't see a lot of sweeps. But at this point, I'm also done betting against Jimmy. What do you think about Gabe Vincent? That guy was lighting it up. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The flip side, by the way, in the Western Conference, unbelievable. Like Joker, I've never seen a seven-footer run the point in the fourth quarter of a game and run a two-man high pick-and-roll game where the, where the center is bringing the ball up. He, he might be the most talented player in the world. I mean, he is unbelievable. There's, Who's more talented, though, Joker or Butler? Oh, Joker's more talented. Joker's, it's not even a discussion. Okay. Joker is more talented. Jimmy, though, just has that X factor. Yeah. I mean, because Jimmy can also just totally dominate and change a game like Kawhi could at times defensively. It's unbelievable. Like okay. he, he is, he, he's a problem. He gets big buckets. Even during the game, you know, there's always those little mini runs. Hey, Celtics are on a 9-2 run. Mm-hmm. Momentum's starting to swing. And then what happens? Jimmy gets an and one on a fadeaway. And then he gets a steal the other round. Jimmy, to me, is the most impactful force on the planet right now. Joker and Jamal right behind him. I also think that's a brutally tough matchup. And let's just say this for the hobby's sake. Celtics-Lakers had everybody just, hee hee <laughs> That's laughing. That's in a, not in a, happening that's a giddy anymore. Laugh. Uh, you now have the Heat and the Nuggets not great for the hobby, although I think it's great for Jamal pricing is going to continue to go because I think Denver is going to beat that team. Yeah. They have so much length and Bam is just not a great... Joker is such a tough matchup for Bam because of his size. It's insane. But again, I'd love to see Miami pull it off. At this point, I'm rooting for Miami to win it all. Can we say if Lakers and Celtics came back and won that the NBA is rigged at that point? Well, how does it happen? Like, are there like, controversial calls? Is there like garbage happening? I mean, it but I also didn't, but did you, did you see all the, like, there's several people out there and there's like one specific shot of a ref when, uh, Oh yeah. Grimacing Butler, when yeah. Butler makes, I mean, like, and then they were like, well, his family Celtics fans. Okay. Was, is he waiting for game four to start helping? Yes. Cause <laughs> that's the problem too. I also, there was a, there's always this stupid stuff. Like, well, the, the league will make it happen. Yeah. Well, the Celtics lost two close games to start the series. The Lakers have just not had a, haven't got any help from anybody. I, no, I think, I just think yes. it's ridiculous. Okay. Um, 
I, the only saving grace here will be, though, if Denver wins. If Denver wins, you've got some real hobby upside with Joker now. Yes, he's a big man, but like nobody we've really ever seen. There's hobby upside there. Um, but that's it. I don't want to hear any more about Jason Tatum being a top five guy until I see him finish big games. And it's okay that he's probably just a top 10, top 12 guy. Perfectly acceptable. Great player. He's not ready for this. He's not ready for Jimmy right now. And that's evident. But no question anymore. Do you have any thoughts if you were to, because we are still at a point in time where we are fortunate to, you know, rep SGC and they have the ability to get the card right now, get oh, it back to you good, yes. before the end of the championship. So this if is, there was someone yep. to buy and get graded and try and flip. Jamal and Joker. Jamal and Joker. I think that team's winning. The, I think they're winning the finals at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, I take Jamal and Joker stuff if it's not already graded. And you're going to hear the guys squawk, well, PSA sells higher. A little bit, sure. You're not getting a PSA card back in time to sell during the finals. I'm sending those things to SGC immediately, and I'm going to have them back in 10 days. Okay. Liquidity, so, if, if liquidity is as important as people say it is, which I believe, then you've got a small window here. If you've waited, yeah. it's time. And I would probably do the same thing with Jimmy. Like, if you've got Jimmy stuff that's ungraded, do it now. Get it, get it back. Well, especially with Jamal Murray, the cost to get something graded versus Jamal's and get it back cheap. in time and the, like what he actually sells for, I think it actually kind of makes sense there. But anyway. He is the biggest standout too because he's coming off the injury. Huge upside there. We're starting to see that now. So yes, that's okay. it. Let's talk actual card news because I think this is... This is the bigger story in my opinion, but maybe. we had to talk about that. Here's the other thing. This is potentially the bigger story. Let me preface this too by saying this. One thing that always has annoyed me, and now more than ever, mm -hmm. are half-truths and unconfirmed sources and unsubstantiated reports. Yes. People just whining and just making these claims, and it's all clickbait bullcrap about hobby news. There yep. are some hobby rumors right now that I think are very interesting. By the way, for all you donkeys making videos right now, we talked about this two and three weeks ago. Stop tagging me. I've been saying this for weeks. It's not news. <laughs> like me and Jesse talked about this weeks ago. But it, go ahead. It set, is set funny. The table. I do consider us more of a news source in a lot of cases, especially in this situation. So to your point, I do not like the rumors, but I do think some of these have to be addressed because it has been coming from so many different sources. And just like the Panini Fanatics, you know, there was a deal to be made where course, Fanatics ridiculous. was buying Panini. Yeah. Everyone said that. Now, granted, there may have been something that going on in the background, but it never ended up happening. So this is kind of something like that um, well, give them the where facts, we don't though. have everything. But, but give, give them the, the facts, facts of what are we have. Exclusive, uh, there are some exclusivity deals that Fanatics has in place with some of the biggest new draft quarterbacks, but... And NBA prospects. Oh, and, well, of course, NBA prospects, Wimbin Yama to name... Uh, well, hang on, hang on. Just to play, I'm not, I don't mean yeah, to correct yeah, you. Go, go. Just to play straight facts. Caitlin Clark is a Tops and Fanatics exclusive signer. We know yes. that. But Period. Yes. I think, and I would bet money when Benyama is as well, but that has not been announced. We've also heard from multiple sources that there are some of these, and I believe that was the term used, some of these quarterbacks you are going to find out are exclusives. Yes. I, I believe that, and that was confirmed. And then we had the events that played out this weekend. And so what happened was Panini's doing their big draft event where they have all the guys rookie come premiere. down. Yeah, their rookie premiere. They yep. have all the guys come down, sign autos. The issue was that you saw a number of people not there. There were a number of people missing, specifically uh, the ones that uh, were named by, I think, uh, Cart Ryan from Cart Collector 2. Mm -hmm. He said he was very surprised that Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, all were not at this event. So three out of your top four. Because the other one's Anthony Richardson, who what? That's the other thing I'm not sure about. Was Anthony Richardson there? I thought he was. I was at the Panini event. 
Because the other guys were with Ruben at the Brady thing, just hanging out. Hang on one second. Yeah, I think he, I'm almost positive you that he was. You checked that up. Because I'm, so the point here again. Yes, he was. He was at, with Panini. Yes. Okay. None of these things mean anything else is true. But what we can say is three of the big four quarterbacks were down in South Beach hanging with Ruben and Brady. Mm-hmm. While Panini's, I mean, a huge event for Panini, the rookie premier signing. Yep. They were not there. They're yeah. also, they are in autograph products already. They've been in Bowman Inception, Bowman, uh, Bowman's Best University. As college students. As college students, right? Yep. But it makes me think, and again, we've had confirmed, and, and we're not going to share the source's name, but it has been confirmed that some of these quarterbacks are exclusive. Which ones and how many, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I start to see this, and it starts to look to me like writing on the wall. Like maybe those three are the ones. The other thing that's weird about this, and I, w- I, I need to call him anyways, Nate Burns, Grand Slam Collectible, friend mm-hmm. of the show. We've been a buddy of mine for years anyways. As successful as anybody in the hobby I, I've ever seen. Like meteoric rise and just a great dude. Like He Nate's has the- a jet. I think that's true. Uh, he just got married though. So I, I think he's still on the honeymoon. And if not, he just got back. So I didn't bug him today. But he has announced previously, and he does, he has an NIL deal with Will Levis. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know how that ties in because Will exactly. also has autographs in product already. Yeah, Does exactly. Nate get a piece? And, and, and Nate, Nate may very well just, hey, I don't want to, I'm not sharing the deals, but I'm very curious. How does that tie At in? At this point, I think that would be our closest source to actually finding out the truth behind this because we reached out to our contacts at Panini and at uh, Fanatics and mm-hmm. no one has gotten back to us. I don't think, I think there's probably reason for, for both people not to say anything, but it does still lend a, it lends itself to us believing that we are in a position where you might see one of two things, either autos with no teams or teams with no autos as far as like in product coming okay, up. Okay, so let me follow up with that then. So with Fanatics, let's play this out. Mm-hmm. Let's, and again, this is hypothetical now, but we will preface it because this isn't a clickbait nonsense segment. Uh, let's say we we find out Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are Fanatics autograph exclusive signers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to then see Panini product of 2023 football still featuring those players because they're in the NFLPA. Sure. But without autographs. Let me ask you, have you seen that happen? Do you know of a time where an active NFL player? NBA. Ben Simmons is the best example Yes, of this. but an NFL player, though, because I agree, because there's other, the LeBron Ooh. is upper deck, right? You know, right. there Same are other op- uh, things like that. No. My question is, it may be where, or my thought is that NFLPA might have different rules, different things were negotiated at the time that says, if you are a part of the league, you have to sign no matter what additional deals with Penny. That could have been something that was worked out because we have not, why wouldn't, why would that have not have happened before now? Well, we haven't had fanatics on the scene until now. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still, well, but hang on, but think about this too. Fanatics hasn't had the tops brand actually put out football. Who else has been putting out football cards? That has no, any license. But I'm just saying, like, well, why didn't Fanatics already do that? You know, like, why? I mean, I'm sorry, not Fanatics. Why didn't Tops already do that? Tops could have still gone out and made deals with people. You know, it's not like this is a brand new idea because they were obviously, uh, obviously I mean, already doing it in other sports. So I'll, t- my I'll tell you is, my answer to that. And again, hypothetical uh, or just my opinion is because Fanatics is a corporation. It's going to come in here and cut throats. And, that's I, and, I, where, and I actually really, that, that's a further discussion, right? That's let another me, let thing. Me, let me finish this, the answer here, though. So let's just say Fanatics has exclusive rights, and we're going to pull one name out. Let's say Bryce Young is a Fanatics exclusive autograph signer. Mm -hmm. So you will then have one of two things, and one has already happened. We'll have officially licensed uh, college products with his autographs, Bowman Inception, Bowman University, Bowman's Best, all that. 
And then maybe if they decide to make pro uniform stuff, it would be the same as Panini baseball right now. Where yes. it's That's um, what I mean when autos, no teams or teams with no autos. Right. Now the teams with no autos would be if Panini decides to still put Bryce Young in product, mm -hmm. you would have his stuff, his cards in there, base cards, maybe even patches and all that, but no autographs, similar to Mike Trout and Panini right now. Yeah. You have Mike Trout cards, but he doesn't have autographs. Yep. He has cards. Either of those situations, though, is not necessarily a win for the hobby. Like, the market is still struggling. This is an unbelievably hyped-up, anticipated, super high-end. We've got four quarterbacks to chase. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is a perfect storm for maybe this is a bit of a resurgence to the hobby. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the class we've been needing. And then we it's don't like, really oh, get a perfect storm. Yeah, you don't have that class Now, anymore. if that happens, though, that and this is why I was so bullish and still am on Bowman Inception University. Mm -hmm. Are these guys only going to sign in Bowman college products this year? Are they not going to have any rookie autographs at all? Oh, you don't think they would, you don't think that Fanatics slash Tops would come out with another product where they would sign in a, a uniform where their logos were airbrushed out or something like that? Maybe. So then the question becomes, would you rather have a Bryce Young airbrushed? Um, no. That's or, my thought. Or is. would you rather have Bryce Young in his, in I think it was the Alabama, I don't know, I hate college sports. Yeah. Or would you rather have a, a licensed college logo product autograph or an NFL non-logo, non-licensed autograph. I think that's the where it gets weird. Why you know, it's, I'm thinking about like kids and stuff like that. A lot of kids probably don't know some of these drafted quarterbacks, but they know the teams that they love, and they know like, oh, that's my new quarterback. That's a new quarterback so for my have, team. So you'd rather have an NFL I want, airbrushed logo as opposed to a college logo. No, I, yes, I, well, and no, I don't want either of those. I want the, I want something from Panini where I have the team on there and something to do with him. If I can't get an auto, I want like, I don't know, a tag or something like that. Okay. That would be my, my thought, especially like, again, if I'm someone who cares about the team, which I think a lot of these younger of collectors are, Absolutely. I think that's what you're looking for is not just the, the individual guy. Cause who knows some, some of these guys are going to be great. Some of them are going to bust at the end of the day. If I'm a collector of that sport and I like the team, I want something with their logo. Because that's why I don't really care all that much for like mosaic baseball and stuff like that. Sure. That's just not my cup of tea. I want actual, I want something fully fledged. And if I could get the auto, that would be my dream. And again, it's not to say we don't know 100% that they won't have autos. In Correct. Because we can't get someone to acknowledge that. Please and thank you, our friends. But at the end of the day, that's what it's starting to look like. So if that's the case, then I think overall that's a bad result for the hobby. I think so too. I and, do. In, including, by the way, Wembenyama. Can you imagine if Victor is, and again, I, I think this is going to get announced. Uh, fanatics, please feel free to use us anytime you want. We would love to have that confirmed, denied, whatever. I think Victor is going to be announced that, hey, he is a Fanatics exclusive autograph signer, yeah. much like Simmons was in 16. And if that happens, I think it's a real issue with even this year. We're coming off a, a, an NBA class. So yeah, there was some talent. Guys love, I'm not saying it wasn't a good class, but the hobby didn't respond like we wanted it to. Victor was going to come, kind of come in and be the savior. Yeah. Are we going to have any autos of his? If not, that's a real tough sell. So that's, to me, that potentially is a negative for the hobby, right? It's great for fanatics. It's a negative for the hobby, at least in the short term. Part of me also thinks though, well, if you wanted to acquire Panini or do something with Panini or whatever, just go after all these guys. That's the thing. And, my, then you don't, you know, I, I, and I don't know if that's the case either, but that's another weird angle. This is a real weird conflict for me where it's like, now I start to care about this hobby. Like, is something more than just a business? Mm -hmm. But I still have a very business-oriented mind. And so we're getting to the point where 
the guy, the big guy in the room comes in with all the money and he decides, well, I want to do this. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, sell cards. That sounds great. That'll be really nice. We're going to 10X. And we, yeah, we're going to 10X. We're going to do all these really good things. But then the guy starts saying some other things that maybe I don't necessarily care for. And I realized at this point, all that money that came in with this guy, where I thought was great, starts to be like, oh, wait, I can do nothing to stop him. There's, if he wants to do what he wants to do, that's what's going to happen. There is good and bad to this, right? In a perfect world, Fanatics comes in. They make great products, which by the way, I think they've done a good job of that already. And they 10X the market. We throw marketing. We get bigger spend. It's a bigger space all of a sudden. But the downside to that is Fanatics has the power to do Because even this, like, again, I start to think in a business sense, very cynical. I don't want to spend a billion dollars to buy Panini because it's just not worth it for me mm -hmm. if I'm Fanatics, right? Okay. So let me spend, I don't know what, tens of millions? Yeah. Like a fraction of it. Yeah lock up all these guys to unbelievable exclusive deals, which are a huge win to them and a huge win to me because I have them. But you know what? Who and gets all of a sudden, is everybody else. And the competitor, by the way, if you can't have autos of these guys, all of a sudden that asking price comes way, way down. Is that the end game? Maybe. Um, and yeah, again, someone I made that point of like, maybe they're just trying to lower their overall, Panini's overall value to where they have to sell or the, where it'd be a good buy or whatever the sure. case may be. Which I think they which, did with Tops, by the way. Like yeah. when they went out and got the MLB licensing, what was Tops going to do after that? Yeah, exactly. They're going to do anything. So there's that. And, and again, by the way, Fanatics has actually been very cool in responding, going back and forth with us. But this is part of the deal with us. Like mm -hmm. we, we will talk about the good and the bad. And it's just the way it goes. Like, And I think we, yeah. try, we try to be fair. There's other things they've done though that I don't like. The Dutch auction, by the way, with Bowman Sapphire that happened last, I think it happened Friday. Mm -hmm. Bowman Sapphire starts at $850. The floor was $350. The auto checklist is average at best because they left off some big names. Now, Drew and Junior Caminero were there. That's fine. I don't think that's a win for the hobby, spending $350 for those boxes. Yeah. Just don't. And by the way, I am selfishly motivated there as well. As a breaker, I can't buy it at that price and make money. So yeah, exactly. totally selfish too. But I also don't think that's a great... You list a product at eight fifty, it comes all the way down to three fifty before it sells. Mm -hmm. That to me is a mistake. There, the reverse Dutch auction thing would have been interesting. If it's sold out at three fifty, does everybody above just pay that three fifty price? I think that kind of would have been cool. Sure, not what we saw. Total flip side of that, by the way, Bowman Inception University is unbelievable. It's a great product and it is selling through the stinking roof. Except again, this is where it's like, oh man, are we getting like. Are we getting punked here? Because okay, the, 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 the Wimbin Yama. Okay. Every, like everyone knew that Ruben and Mahan went out there. Yep. They got the auto with him and they're like, oh yeah, that's the card. That's what I want. I can't wait now, to that's pull a that. Different product, by the way. I know, I know. Yep. But it, but everyone just, you know, you make the assumption that, oh, he's obviously signing. Yep. They got that card signed. I'm going to go get some Bowman Inception University and Redemption. By the way, it's on the sales sheet. The picture is, is the autographed card. Yeah. Uh, we've also heard Ruben and other people be outspoken about, hey, we want to get rid of redemptions. And the single biggest chase in all of the hobby this year is a redemption. Yeah. Which, I th by the way, I think it's totally fair. If you're going to do that, just don't don't uh, lead us to believe it's I not. Think, and I think that is totally fair criticism, by the way. Again, love to have somebody on Fanatics to talk about that because I am curious how these things get played. And maybe that's how it had to be. But I do think, yeah, I, that, that's a loss for them, in my opinion. And I did, uh, just as a note, so that post that uh, we referenced from uh, Ryan from Sports Card Collector, we card put it— too. Hang on, I'm card sorry. Collector 2. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, uh, we put it up on Instagram, just basically asking for people's opinions of what they should do, how they feel about this. A lot of it is similar to what we've discussed as far as, like, either they're saying, you know, oh, this is their ploy to— 
buy Panini to lower their overall cost. Could be. Other people are saying things like, you know, this is a, a bad thing for the hobby. Could be. Multiple people have said they don't feel like, they feel like in the end, the hobbyist loses. Could be. The, so. the other, uh, by the way, just to give, to be fair, maybe this is also the amazing and massive spark that college sports need to get on the map in the hobby. I was thinking that too, but possibly I'm not I saying it is very curious about I'm it. I'm not yep. saying it is, but no, I do no, think no. you got to at least present all the, all the angles and that's, that's a potential. So we got our boy, Josh Cohen here from PC sports cards. Um, I don't necessarily care about his opinion on these things. But maybe we'll ask him. I don't know. Is that a good intro for him? I don't think so, but we'll okay. see. Josh, how are you? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, great. You look so good. Just a little fuzzy and out of focus, but for the most part, you look good. But you don't use the video, so that's why I didn't care that much about it. Do you want me to get it fixed? He looks fuzzy in real life. I've seen him in person. He doesn't no, look any just, different. He's just, just a fuzzy looks, person. Just but you, fuzzy. Said the, you said the video doesn't matter. Well, I say a lot of things, but to me personally, it matters. I want to look at the guy I'm talking to. I don't care for it. Wow, man. Actually, that's a really good camera. All right, Josh, I do want to get your opinion on this. We just talked about this. If you have, you're a betting man right now, my bet is we find out a minimum of two out of the four. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Well, Richardson, we already know. No, we don't know anything. He was there. I mean, he has a... Picture of a card in his hand that he, he was signed. signing. Okay. Yes. So two out of three then Bryce, CJ, and Will, and also Victor Wimbanyama. I think we find out Victor and two out of those three quarterbacks are Fanatics autograph exclusive guys this year. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I saw you posting something. First of all, are we, are we recording now? That'd be cool. <laughs> no, no. We're just talking. We're, <laughs> we're just, just talking. Out. Okay. What are we doing? Um, here? Amateur I think, hour. I think that if two of four are, if two of four are, then like what's Panini going to do? Panini, the thing is, Panini's just losing leverage, right? Like, Well, Panini would still put out the product. They still have a number of other, like, the majority of draft guys are still going to be in this product, right? And they can still get things like, you know, patches that they can throw on, in on the card. So there's still going to be, no yeah, matter I mean, what you do, open. there's, yeah, the people are still going to want that product. But now they're just going to want it, and they're not going to be as satisfied so as hey, they could have been. Let me say this, too, by the way. This is a totally different thing with NFL and NBA. NFL, so Anthony Richardson already signed. You've got some really high-end receiver and running back talent. Maybe you get one of the other quarterbacks as well. Mm -hmm. That's still a very sound. Like, I actually think you could argue right now that's more appealing than 2022 because of the names. Basketball well, 2022, is a difference. 2022 sucks. It's, yeah. I think it's, well, I, I can't really say that either, though. I think, like, this year, I think it's underwhelming, but Pickett, Purdy, and Ritter. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great by any means, but I do think the it's price is definitely least, better than what we initially thought. In reality, which one of those guys is actually like a Pro Bowl quarterback? Purdy. From well, what I, mean, I saw, from what I saw of Brock Purdy, now granted he has an unbelievable team around him, and he's coming off a crazy injury. Purdy to me looks like the one guy who could take over a game. And I look at it too is just like what's the overall demand for the product, and it has Correct. been going Way back down. up in price. Well, it's back like it was as low as like six fifty, six seventy five, and uh, I think I mentioned this recently. It had jumped to seven twenty five. And again, Prism now hobby. it's gone up even higher. It's now up to seven seventy five. Prism hobby boxes. Prism hobby boxes. Yeah, that's because we're getting close to, like, pe pe we could talk. Um, this was something we should talk about probably, but like, we're getting to that point where you're not really buying basketball for this year. Hockey's dead. Baseball is dying because we're getting to June, July. All, like, who cares about baseball again until August? Like, people are just going to start looking for football now, right? Like. That's the only thing that, I mean, I'm buying some basketball, but like not, not guys in the playoffs now. I'm not buying Jimmy Butler. 
Are you talking singles or wax, though? Because baseball is still, I mean, the seller of wax right now, no question. I'm talking singles. I don't care about wax. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean, it, so I do. I stand by what I said, then, man. If you, if Victor is not going to sign a Panini this year, like mm-hmm. that's savage. Yeah. And I even agree. Scoot Henderson, I wonder. Scoot Henderson's been an all fanatic stuff so far. So if Wimbayan is not, then is that is this horrible Bowman U product going to be like his actual first autograph? Oh, you say you don't horrible like, Bowman U. Have you seen any of it, by the way? I'm actually curious to know more why you say that. Because I've heard other takes and I didn't want to say anything because I know Mike's really into it. But I've heard some people, like other than Caitlin Clark and uh, Wimbanyama, there's not as much love for it. They're, not to say there aren't good players, but there just doesn't seem to me be as much love. And you can still get boxes for two hundred dollars. They haven't really done anything as far as because increasing because it's a college uniform product. Who cares? That's what I th- I think uh, at the end of the day. And even it, though aren't this, they all sticker autos also? Mostly sticker. Yeah, actually, it might actually be all sticker autos. There's no college product that's ever appreciated in value. Well, I think that's what they wanted but out of this, never, right? Actually, I agree, by the way. I've historically have always hated college product of anything. It's different this year. The logos have made a big difference. Like I've sold more of Bowman U and Bowman's Best than I ever thought I would in a million years because we have exceptional classes. I actually think this is the class that's gonna and especially this one. Dude, the Victor Autos are still selling for twenty five hundred bucks. That's wild. Caitlin Clark there's nothing the else roof. out there yet, right? Like when something else comes out, and if there's no panini, it's gonna change it. But like Sure. When so, when something else comes out, it's just going to drop like a rock. Like if you looked when when the market got super 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 hot and during the boom, right? And that's when they actually started all these college products, really really pumping them out. Like Zion, everything exploded. His college stuff stayed the same. Ja, everything exploded. His everything went went off like a gunshot, and then Zing. then it, too soon. <laughs> Then it, but except for the college stuff, the college stuff never went up because nobody cares about it. Like personally, I like college stuff. I like college stuff. If you show me like a Sun Devil with a Sparky patch on it or a Pac-12 patch or a PT-42 patch, like I think that's cool. But like I went to ASU, so I want to buy ASU stuff and I get it because it's discounted. It's not, it's not expensive. But I guess here's the, again, major distinction this year. First of all, you've got, I think a number of these players are only going to have college. I mean, are only going to have autos with Bowman because I don't think they're going to be in Panini. And second of all, like Bowman, you, I think you've got like an unbelievable class on both sides, basketball and football. And it's the first combined product we've seen like that. I actually don't disagree with your take on, on past college stuff. No question. I think this year that again, the marker is though with Zion and Jai, I was like, yeah, I could go buy prism draft picks or I could just wait two months to get prism hobby. Yeah. I could get, you know, mosaic college. Well, mosaic doesn't make a draft, but whatever. There was, there's 10 draft products. Let me just wait for Big Brother and an NBA uniform to come out. I don't know that that's going to happen with these guys this year. So I think this is the first year we might see Which, staying power. But that's what, like, what, that, what about I this hate one? that what, though. Mike, what about this one? You you remember this. I remember you and I were friends on Blowout with your incoherent messages on the forums then. 2013, 2014. Like, can't they just have him sign 2023 rookie year stuff a year or two after and then put it in the new product? Like, Get your get your Wembyana rookie year product, put it in 2023, put a put a 2023 product with a logo on it two years after his rookie year. Will anybody care? Like Chris Bryant, that's what they did, right? 2014 came out, then six months later, they put all the 2013s into all the various products to help the sales of the various products. What's saying that the Fanatics doesn't do something like that in two years when they get the licenses? 
Yeah, the KB thing's tough though, because even when you got those, the 13s and the 14 product, there was still the first distinction, which was huge. And then that's all Chrome guys care about, anyways. So that's and I don't but know. It came like, out after. Like if you right, were around, it came out after. No, I know it came out in 14 product. I remember. Yeah, I was big into I, Chrome. I was making my money on Chrome back in the day. But yeah, Chrome is a, I don't know. This is weird though. So you're saying like in 2025, when they take over the licensing, let's put the first, but even if that's the case, so then we have two years of runway where it's only college stuff and it's going to sell through the roof. Yeah, I mean, short, ter short term, sure. Short term, sure. If there's, if there's nothing else out there, there's going to be nothing else out there. Like, that's just the fact. But I don't, I don't know long term if I would even consider getting involved in that kind of stuff. I mean, in the meantime, what you're going to see is you're going to see Panini still put out a product with patches and all that, still representing a uh, rarity by either being parallels or numbered. So people are going to want it. You're also going to see that uh, a shield or I guess in this case, yeah, they're, they're all logo. shields, right? And flawless logo, product. Logo, man. Um, well, I mean, like as far as for NFL, NFL yeah, shield. Yeah. you're going to see shields going into that product. So that is going to be still distinct uh, as the rookie for that year. I think that this will inevitably for all of the quarterbacks that we've been talking about. And again, if you talk about logo men with women, Yama, I think you're still going to have that product in Panini, but then all of a sudden, two years later, it's like, oh yeah, well, this is actually the rookie. So forget all that other stuff that you actually liked and cared about back then. I, well, I don't know. Only, people are only liking and caring about it because they're getting told that it's the only thing they can have. Right. Um, I don't think anybody's like, damn, I really want to get that Wembayana, whatever, pro whatever you Metropolitan's uniform it is or whatever it is. Right. Nobody really wants it, but if there's nothing else, they're going to get what they could get. It's sort of like Ben Simmons when he came out, right? How he was only in upper deck. He was an upper deck license. So there were there were there were no autos for him. And that upper deck, that like throwback rookie auto, like the 2009 throwback auto, we sold one of those for like 18k and they were up like to like 25 or 30k as gems. So I mean, it's possible. I don't I can't tell you what that thing sells for now. He's terrible. But that's the closest actual comparison because it it happened then, right? He signed with Upper Deck. That's the one that's interesting to me, though, because even then people knew, like, yeah, it's not professionally licensed. Like the, his exquisite patch autos and autos, though, and they still sold out of this world. Yeah, that's why like, I think available. Right, but that's that's my point here. Maybe there's nothing else available. Difference being too, though, it's an ex it's a generational type talent hype. I don't care if he can play or not. I mean, no one knows if he's going to be able to play or not. But he is a generational hyped talent. And yeah, there's also the possibility there may not be anything else. I, I don't know. I think it's weird. The only diff, the, the only difference there is that Ben Simmons signed with Upper Deck, who they knew knew what wouldn't get the license. Right? You know, at some point there's going to be licensed product of him out there. It's just not yet. That's the only difference, and I don't know how you could put a value on that. Yeah. So, but even if that's the case, right? I also don't think fanatics though. So, so let's play that game. In three years, they start putting out NBA licensed product mm -hmm. because they then own all the licenses. When Benyam has his first officially licensed Spurs autograph product, NBA. I still think though, if that's the case, well, in 2026, we're also going to still have Bowman Best University, Bowman Inception. Like, I don't think these brands are going away either. Do they start to add a little bit more validity? And then, oh, by the way, here's his first true rookie auto. I think I think they, I think I think that when they can they get rid of the Bowman U stuff, right? I think really I think see that, I don't see I, I don't, don't think, I, I don't think, think I don't think I mean I think they keep it, but it's an also ran. It's not something somebody cares about. It, it goes back to irrelevance. I wonder, man, because like our our buddy John Harden, like he, he's a 
he is a, the prototypical wax ripper, right? He's got expendable income, but he is all college. Like he'll chase he his loves, Packers, yeah. but dude, like he, the network of people that have come out since I started breaking college stuff is wild to me. And their big holdup though, was we wanted logos. Like we've never had college licensed logo stuff. I don't know. I know it's not nearly as big as the pros and it never will be, but I do start to wonder like if there's a real thing happening there. My overall concern is just in the meantime, you know, in the meantime, what this does is if they, cause if it's one player, it's whatever, it's not a big deal. But like we're talking about with the NFL, if it's multiple players and that is the case where you're not going to see their autos and all these products, it's, it's overall hurting what fanatics is wanting to benefit. You know, they want the hobby to grow, but you're going to hurt it in the short term by holding back some of those autos, some of that, uh, whatever exclusivity that they have with those players. So my thought is, okay, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face in this situation. You're going and getting all these deals with players that you can, you know, you can't put out official product for just so Panini then looks worse. And therefore you are hurting what everybody you're trying to get into. Here's a real question. What does an eBay card concern know about wax? Like, let's just be honest here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but, but Mike, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm very I, honest that I don't know anything about like wax. I, I don't I, pay attention I'm kidding. Wax. I don't, I don't pretend I like if I don't know, I, know. Something, I don't pretend. Right? That's why I actually like your opinion here. Cause I think it's just, just off the cuff. Like this is your feeling. And this is what yeah. I was curious about. I wanted kind of the pulse of somebody in the hobby and what you think. So I do actually kind of like the, the perspective. So here, he, he, like now, I, I, you didn't, you didn't like prep me for this at all. So there's like no planning at all. In my, for this, what about like, I don't know, who cares about autos? I mean, what? a lot what of people care, like, right? Wait a minute, do what do you that, mean? Like, who cares about autos, right? Like, you can get rare color refractors. You can get Topps Chrome basketball at that point, right? Maybe not right now, but you can get whatever product in color. You don't need to buy an autograph, like. Sure, I want to. Yeah. So you're saying that Panina is actually I mean, fine I, I, in the dude, meantime because they have. I'm looking through like what we sell all the time. We sell autos, obviously, mostly Bowman Chrome autos or other kind of stuff like that. But it, I would say, 80 percent of the stuff doesn't have ink on it, right? Like I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going through, I'm going through my thousand dollar challenge thing, and I've bought maybe a hundred cards, zero autographs. Yeah, but let me ask you this: all things being equal, would you rather have an autograph card or not? Autograph. I don't think I care. I want like the only thing that I collect. I, I collect game used patch autos of Hall of, of the of three Hall of Fame basketball players, and I collect rookie autographs that are IP signed of Hall of Famers. Like me too. Nice. You know, the same thing as you. And then I collect like rare Duncan rookies. I have a couple Duncan autographs, but like there's no Duncan autograph, so I don't really have a choice there. But if you ask ten out of ten just random guys at a sports card show. Number one chaser card that you're looking for. I think eight of them say it's an autograph of some kind. I would be, I think I would guess closer to 50, 50, but I mean, that's ah. a good, that's a good poll question. You have an audience. Well, don't worry about our audience. We have, we know <laughs> what we have here. Um, no, I, I do. I think it's interesting. I do want to get into some just singles talk now too. Cause like I said, I, I wanted the kind of perspective of a guy who, cause I know you're, you're not a big wax guy, which is why I was actually kind of interested. Um, PC sports cards, we already pumped you. Take it easy. Sell your cards. I'm on eBay. What? I have two cards I want to PC with you, by the way. So just as a You're heads gonna up. You're going to sign with them? Yeah. I've got the, uh, I've got a, uh, what is it? This is my very limited Mr. Spock. It is my Leonard Nimoy auto. That is. Is this the one you got in the lot with me at, at, at this, Chicago? Yeah, this is the one I got in Chicago. 
but they it's Those gone up like it's a doubled in value. And I how much is that worth? I am a next generation. By the way, if anyone was ever into Star Trek: The Next Generation, Natalie. season three of Picard is what you've been waiting for. Season one and two, meh. I don't, I don't need it, but you kind of need to watch some of it for the backstory in season three. Season three is by far the ending that every TNG fan was waiting for. Go out, what? do yourself what a favor. What is TNG? The next generation. Next generation. Come on, Mike. I got. I just got to say, it's absolute. I just binge watched it over the last week, and I could not be happier. What is with it on? It. Uh, what is it's it on uh, Paramount Plus? When I was a, when I was when I was a kid, I grew up and I ate jelly rings and watched the Next Generation with my dad every week. Right. Every I texted my parents Jelly after I finished the next it, generation. And I was just like, guys, I know, like, we watched all the movies and stuff. And it's just like, after the end of the last movie, Data dies, and you're just like, oh, is this how we're ending it? Like, where there's no real satisfying answer? This is that satisfying answer. It's so good. I cannot say enough. I have a Leonard Nimoy autograph card. I want to consign with you. Um, I also have this, uh, the card that I got from uh, the oh, Mint. Courtyard. Yeah, Courtyard gave this LeBron Joms. And I'm looking to move that as well. So no, there you go. Just a heads up. It's easy. Send it over. There you go. Okay, go Throw ahead. Uh, you wanted to talk about singles and uh, basketball or something stupid? I don't know. My stepfather, oh. Jack, you've met him, yep. used to record on VHS oh, every day. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the <laughs> TNG episodes. And then, but always the same tape. But right back in the next day, record over those episodes, right back to it. I mean, that's all you need is the one tape. You're what watching it at the end of the day. What percentage of your viewers have, have never used a VHS tape? Oh, we have a lot no, of we people, got old people. Yeah. yeah, we got old people, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. My, okay. my, so, yeah. my Apple Watch just said VHS tapes for sale on eBay. <laughs> that's not the worst thing I've ever heard. So, Making tell a Steve comeback. Jobs to stop listening to you. All right. So, yeah, give us a load. Like, what is, I, I am curious, obviously, like your take on the market, the singles market in particular. What are you seeing moving? I know you guys sell everything, but you know what's what's on the uptick. What's kind of stalled out right now? What are you seeing trend wise on that on that front? If a guy was eliminated from the playoffs, they're going down right now. Um, hockey's dying quickly from this season. Baseball guys like Otani and Trout are still selling well. Prospects are doing really well. Um, I haven't looked at football yet, but it started ticking up right after the. Draft, so I would yeah, assume, according to card I would, letter, I would it's assume it's going to keep on ticking up. Um, personally, like like the stuff I'm buying right now, I'm looking for quarterbacks and I'm looking for NBA players that were eliminated from the playoffs. You guys have both been in this hobby for much longer than I have. What do you do in this debt? This is often known as kind of like a dead period when basketball ends before football begins and baseball is just kind of in a lull. Yeah, like June. Yeah. What are you what are you doing during this time period usually? Load up or on football. Or is this just like vacation time? Load up on football and prospect on baseball for the late season call-ups. Get get everything you can that you'll need after the national. Buy it all. Get it all to whatever grading company you choose to use and get it back for right when the seasons are starting or the playoffs are starting. It's actually a, it's actually, it's actually a great time to buy because also you're, what you're looking at is people are going to go on vacation now. Prices are going to go down lower than they should go down because people aren't going to be buying while they're on vacation. And people are going to get all negative like they do every single year right before the national. Then the national is going to come. We're going to start seeing a bump. Every quarterback is going to win the MVP and win the Super Bowl. And there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity right now. Hey, so let me let me ask you this because I know you you guys are selling a ton of Bowman right now, right? Twenty twenty three Bowman. Sure. 
I will say this. I actually just did a deep dive on this just kind of privately after our last episode or after my last episode. I have, and I don't know if you track this every year like I do. I have been crazy uh, impressed with how well so many individual guys are selling out of that product. I mean, initially that was touted as like Drew Jones or bust. That is like, could not be further from the truth. Like that, the amount of base autos that are selling for good money actually has me super hopeful on that product. I, I haven't paid much attention to Bowman singles. Um, I just don't, I don't, I, I don't typically buy prospects right now. Um, I basically wait till the end of minor league season to start buying prospects because I just don't like playing the rushed game of getting them back before the season ends. Right. I'd rather get them when the season ends, get them into grading, get them back December, January, start selling them in February when they're on the top of the list. Right. I don't really want to take any, any chances. If you're taking advantage of SGC's $9 grading deal, you wouldn't have to worry about getting them back in time. Bam! Plug of a sponsor. That's a, that's a great plug. I mean, I'm not going to say anything negative about any sponsors. <laughs> there, oh, there you well, go. Thank you. What, what a nice guy. I am curious. Have you seen any anything with Jim Brown? We haven't even talked about this yet. Any, have you seen any of the Jim Brown market? Has there been any movement there or not even looked or what? I saw a lot of people. I, I was at the PGA this weekend, so I wasn't really checking eBay a lot. Um Oh. Brag about it. it. Must be nice to be a one percenter from ASU. Seriously, wow. how much money do you have in the bank account? What's your net worth? Not, a, not enough, and not high enough. Is huh. very very strict straight answers. What kind of car uh, do you drive? I have a 2020 Wrangler. Wow, wow. Enough Jesse, you were 20. Jesse, you were in it. Oh, the orange one. Oh yeah, yeah. he's balling. He's <laughs> you were in it. Yeah, he gave me a ride. Oh, at Bleecker. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> We listened to a lot of Taylor Swift. It was nice. T Swift. Oh yeah. Jesse was very surprised that a guy in New York drove a, a manual transmission Wrangler. It yeah blew my mind. It does not. That's a something manual transmission yeah, Wrangler. That's something you would see here, not in New York City. Is not right. Whatever. Anyways, what um, was the question? Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Yep. So I so I haven't seen anything with Jim Brown. I I saw some people, of course, the people posting R.I.P. and then this is what I want for his rookie autograph, right? Um, <laughs> sure. Like. Um, I haven't seen anything. I would assume you're going to see the same 20 to 25% bump. And then in three to six months, it comes back down a little bit, but I haven't paid that close of attention to it. So I was anything new, exciting or different, strange, even in your side of the world, anything hobbyists would care about. Um, it's a great question. That's a very, that's <laughs> a, I wish you would have told me to get an answer prepared for that question, Jesse. I'm I'm so sorry. Just like anything like that I I or anyone else doesn't know that you found interesting yourself. And it's okay if you don't have an answer off the top of your head. We can save it for next time. I don't time. even have an answer off the top of my head. Well, that's the thing. That's what everybody wants, right? That's why we listen to shows like this is to hear something that we didn't already know. I think it's a cool time of year for people that are in this hobby to not only collect, but also to make money because of what we were just talking about, that it's a downtime in the market. And if you know what you're and if you know what you're doing, you could really clean up. Um and I'm not saying that as a sense of like, oh, everybody should go quit their job and do this. I, I love people that take advantage of the market to a point where it pays for what they want to collect or it pays for a vacation they want to go on or something that they could do that's a little bit extra because they're a little bit more in the know of how things work in the hobby. It is very true, by the way. The narrative right now, you, you mentioned this earlier. I do think a lot of the newer, newer guys are are baffled by this because they've seen it probably two and this will maybe be the third time. The lead up to the national is a brutal time for the singles market. 
It always has been. Prices are always down. People have their their dumb kids are out of school, so they all of a sudden got to act like parents for a little while, which they're probably not good at, but that's fine. The product slows down because, again, you're, you're past the NHL. You're past the NBA seasons totally. We're in the thick of a 3,000-game regular season baseball season, and then football hasn't started up yet, and people save for the national. So I do think that's a valid point. Like People don't need to panic. I don't need to see content guys talking about market crashes. So two things on that, right? First of all, we love buying right now. We buy like Hall of Fame patch autos, Hall of Fame autos, Hall of Fame patches, all that kind of stuff from like Flawless and iMac and all those products. And we load up on stuff like that in the next two months. Then we bring it to the national and we either trade out of it or sell it and make money on on it literally year after year after year. And it's it's great. We're not selling it for some exorbitant number. Like it normally sells for 225 we win it somewhere for 125 to 150 and then we sell it for 200 to 225 at the show right we just people aren't going to buy it for some, for some reason people just don't buy it i've got a hot tip i think this is going to be good for everybody who wants to make a little bit of money but you as you mentioned you were in a market that's still slowly declining as we lead up to the national west coast teams doesn't matter what sport i i didn't really make this connection but it would make a lot of sense the national is really an east coast convention I mean, granted, are there people that come from California? Yes. But there are many, many more people that are out on the West Coast that do not go to the National, and therefore, they're not saving up for any big event. If you have those West Coast teams that you want to try and move, just a thought. Focus on that. That would be my suggestion. If you can see a flaw in my logic, I would love to hear that. I don't think teams matter as much as they used to. Like back back in the early 2010s and stuff, the team somebody was on really mattered. I don't know that it matters as much anymore. I think the market's grown a lot horizontally where people just like players, right? Like nobody would ever assume like an Orioles player would be the hottest name prospect with, with like Jackson Holiday, right? Like that would be like, oh, he's on, he's on the Orioles. Nobody wants him or some nonsense like that. It doesn't matter anymore. That is true, by the way. Just think of the list, by the way. Go down that list real quick. The last couple of years, Wander plays for Tampa Bay. Zion is a Pelican. Ja is for the Grizzlies. Like, that is actually more... T- I mean, look at look at even the quarterbacks, by the way. Uh, Trevor Lawrence plays for Jacksonville. You That's know, true. They, no one likes that team. No, nobody cares. It just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it used to matter. Yeah. It used to be such a big deal. Um, and I would say, if if you really are in this to make money, right? And not everybody is, right? Some people just want to buy and collect what they love. That's great, right? But so, some people want to make some money or do something with it. There are still a lot of ways to make money in this hobby. It's not it's not like it's literally not like rocket science, right? No buy buy the right players, look the cards over. I'll tell you for when you can and, and grade, grade them through whatever grading company you want to grade them through where you can make money at the rate that you want to make money at. And buy buy and sell and, and make deals. I'll tell you, I bought so far for the thousand dollar challenge. I've bought a hundred or so cards. I've sent in I, the first the first round. I bought eighty five cards. I sent in fifty two for grading. I got forty one PSA tens, ten PSA nines, and one PSA eight on a card that I thought was going to be either an eight or a nine. And I'm going to make. I'll probably turn that first thousand dollars into something like twenty five hundred or three thousand dollars just by buying on eBay, grading and selling the cards again on eBay, right? And it's not, it's not something that everybody that watches this or listens to this can't do. It's, 
It's easy, right? And by the way, if more and more people start doing that, guess what's going to happen to the, the lower end singles market that everybody cares the most about? It's going to start going up because there's going to be more competition for those cards. So if anyone wants to get more helpful tips, do they just go to Josh Cohen in the Facebook group or what? I mean, you can, I can answer whatever questions you want. I, check, you, check, you can check out our YouTube channel, PC underscore sports cards. Um, we there have a special, we have a special, we have a special, um, section playlist of videos for the thousand dollar challenge. And I share all this information. Like I share the entire spreadsheet that I built to track everything on. So you could do it yourself. I've had like 10 or 12 people reach out to me and say, this is a great idea. I started doing it after you started doing it. and I'm using your spreadsheet. Oh, cool. There you go. Josh Cohen. Thank you, sir. I, I, I hate that people charge people for stuff like that, by the way. It's like people charge for that. People charge people to help them get better at the hobby and make money. Right. I guess Seriously? I'm not on video. Yeah. I mean, we know, we know some of those people, right? Um, hang on, but, hang on a second here. Who, who are we talking about? We talk, you can tell them. You can say the name. Name names. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there are people that try to build programs to help you make money buying and selling sports cards. And they sell what? that to people. You don't know that? <laughs> Who's Now you got to tell me who we're talking about. I have seen this, but I can't name. I don't know the who name. Who are we talking about? Head. It's like every sponsored ad on Instagram. Well, not everyone, why is but Josh there are some. What, is this like a friend of yours or something? Why can't you say the no, name? No, it's going not a on friend here? of mine, but I don't, I mean, I don't like. You don't want to give I don't want to plug him. I don't want to plug him in general. Oh, trust me. If he's doing that, I'm going to rip him apart. It's not going to be a plug. Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Well, <laughs> the, the person that does it the most is Eric Michael Jankowitz. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the kid who's always like in the, I, is this the kid who, who's always looking off camera at his cell phone, making videos on his skateboard? Yeah. That he kid? charges people for this stuff. The kid also lives in the Hamptons with his parents. Like, I don't think he made his money in sports cars. No, by the way, but he, but he claims that he does. He claims that he does. That's the problem. He claims that he does. You know, what's funny about that. One of the first video, I do know what you're talking about. One of the first ads was he held up a Kevin Durant card. He's like, I bought this, su sold it, uh, subbed it with PSA. He came back at 10. It was a 2007 Topps Chrome rookie Durant. And I sold it for five grand. I bought that card from him and sold it for like 9,500. I was like, I'm going to make a follow-up <laughs> video to this saying. I and, now, and now that's worth like 800 bucks. Oh. Yeah. I never met the kid, by the way. <laughs> I do laugh when I see the videos because he's always, here's the thing. Just look at the camera. That's why is exactly he always looking who off, I was thinking of, by the way. He's looking off camera. He's not, yes. he's, not the, he's not the only one, right? I didn't and know that. Well, think think about how many That's people, funny. Think, about all, think about all the different products that are out there to help people make money that people pay for. Whether it's a program like that or whether it's somebody that, oh, you can have access to the list of people that I'm buying or yeah. Discord groups and, and stuff like that. All that stuff is out there and unknowing people buy that stuff. There's... And then they get they get disenfranchised from the hobby and they they lose a ton of money and they disappear. And that's Should that's we be charging for this? It's get rich quick schemes. That's what tick like half of TikTok, I feel like, is it's just like, yeah, I was doing this, and then all of a sudden I went from the gutter to the penthouse and I'm the best. And this is how you can do it too. I hate that. Oh God. And that oh, this is how you could do it. Pay me two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you want not to know, you how, not this is how you could do it, right? If you if somebody wants to share something, great. But like, pay me for it. Like, get, get out. Two thousand bucks a month. That's All right. funny. This All has right. been a very casual chat. I feel like that's and that's fine. I like it, but we do have to get on to uh, new releases before wow. the end of the show. Okay. So, bye, Josh. Josh, thank Wait, you. Wait, so new much releases. For joining what's us. coming out? What products are coming out? Get out, dude. God. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
Uh, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Panini Recon Basketball. We're going to talk about Heritage Baseball. We're going to talk about Star Wars. And we're going to talk about Sterling. So. Sterling's fire. Is there any more Cockle Wow products coming out? Uh, that's When you say it, it sounds dirty. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but not... I don't know, but the pricing has maintained. I mean, it's still around five hundred. That's why it sounds dirty. It's a smugness. It is. There's a smudgeness (laughs) of a Jeep Wrangler owner. So, Um, thank you, Josh Cohen, as usual. PC Sports Cards. uh, If you want to consign, and if you just want to talk to him about tips of selling, five hundred bucks a month. Five hundred dollars a month. There you go. Just follow YouTube. Don't ask me. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks, bud. I don't hate the descending, uh, dissenting opinions. I like that. He's much more of a singles guy than me. I forgot people charge for that course. Oh, dude. That is great. Honestly, I felt like, I thought I thought you or maybe it was like one of the interns oh, or somebody as soon as he said was it. on TikTok watching the, some of that stuff because it's like, for a time, it doesn't come up anymore. But I swear, every time oh, I'd scroll man. through, it was just always somebody trying to sell me like, go and watch my course for $3,000 and become a thousand air. Good grief. All right, next. Let's get let's get roll. Oh, All right. By the way, I did want to one other shameless plug. Yes. We're doing a big Wemby. We talked about Bowman Inception University. We ripped a case and a half yesterday. I actually really like the product. I don't care what anybody says. Me and Ken over at Evansville Card Shop are doing, uh, we'll both be live on the app tonight starting about 730. We're going to be doing personal boxes. We're going to start at $200 uh, for a bounty. Oh, okay. Every box we rip, we will collectively add. So we'll re- both rip 10 boxes. That's an extra 50 from each person. Five bucks a box. We'll continue to add until somebody hits a Wemby Auto. They will then win, obviously, the $2,000 Wemby Auto and all of the money from the bounty. And just to be clear, we're okay if it is not an in-person auto, but a, oh, it's a redemption. redemption. I, I hit a redemption last night. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, one other shameless plug. No. It's going to happen tomorrow, probably. Uh, I'm going to go live and just start giving away packs of Prism NFT um, from Panini. Football? Uh, basketball, excuse oh, me. Just nice. released last Friday. Mm-hmm. They gave a, I think they gave us like 100 packs or something. I am giving them away. Anybody who is interested, just keep an eye out on our socials. I'll post up there when I go live um, and just join. And hopefully you'll be there long enough for me to give you a pack. There you go. Cool. Uh, new releases, basketball. Recon. Recon. How much? $204. Fine. Personals, That's, breaks, whatever. It's cheap enough where it's fine. There's a deep enough rookie class. You can have fun with it. Okay. I was going to say, like, yep. it, it looks really cool. The artwork's cool, but it is, like, cheap. I didn't know it's how. It's a cheaper product that is appropriately priced. Not okay. bad at all. Okay. Cool. Uh, hats off to Panini, by the way, on that one. Good. I'm glad it's come out cheaper. Um, Heritage Baseball. Eh. Yeah. It's a set collector's. It's, I mean, super cheap product. Boxes are probably, what, 90 or 100 bucks? 90. I mean, fine. We, we got a one lot or two. of cards. It's a billion cards. We got one or two cases of this. We'll just sell them off as personal boxes. Some guys really like it. You can hit some weird, super high-end stuff. It's a long shot, though. You're chasing like the image variation, photo variations, things like that. It's fine. The rookie class is okay. I think Volpe and uh, Jordan Walker are both in it, which helps. Volpe's hitting again. So it's decent. For the money, I actually think this is any of th- the three options. You want to buy into breaks? I won't break it, by the way. Way too Who's much. Who's breaking that, man? People will, though. Um you can do personals, no problem. Break it any way you want. And this is actually a product if you're like, hey, I actually am high on these guys. Mm-hmm. Take it and throw it in the closet. A oh, sealed wax. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing I would say is, oh, go ahead. We'll get to it in a minute. Okay. Um, next up. Oh, uh, Star Wars. Sterling. Well, I was going to do, do Star, Star Wars. So Star Wars. We got a case. Get a case. I'm going to be ripping some. Uh, Your boy. Sports boy. That's my name. Selling it by the box and by the pack. Yeah, I think so. I I mean, if I need to do uh, individual breaks of some kind, I can. But yeah, I think box would be perfect if anyone wants to go in. It's a 
I think we're going to go for around $150 or so. But a little less. A little yeah, less. Give them something a like that. Well, that's what I'm just looking at what they're selling for right now. So $150 bucks, um, is, is what it goes for on there. Star Wars Chrome Hobby Box. It does have one autograph per box, so that's pretty cool. Who is the big, like, who are you chasing in that? I want to say it's got to be like, um, oh, what's the guy from uh, the first movie, An- An- Andor? Dang it. I was going to say Obi-Wan. <laughs> I'll have to get the checklist, actually. Let me, I'll find out, and we'll we'll just keep going. But I'll find out what the checklist Lando is. Lando Calrissian. I can't imagine that he's signing very much in this specific product, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um. All right. Next is Sapphire. Nope, nope. not Sapphire. Sterling, the other S word. So Sterling uh, changes here, by the way. It's a four-box case, two cards per box, one one-of-one one per case. So you're getting eight cards in a case. Savage high-end, patch autos, a lot of it's on card, if not all of it's on card. You got bat knobs, bat barrels, one-on-one cuts. It's stupid nice. We have a full case break posted in the Sports Cards Nonsense store on Card Shop Live. We're doing a player break. Oh, okay. So it's 102 total spots. We did a little bit differently, though. It's a player break, so if you hit Adley as your player, Mm -hmm. you would get any card that's Adley. There's a bunch of guys, though, who only have one card, uh, like... Uh, man, I'm trying to think. I can't, of course, I can't think of it. Andy Warhol, actually, because there's a bunch of cultural guys in there, too. Oh, really? Andy Warhol has one card in the entire product. It's a one-on-one auto. That's so pretty cool. I did. So you, Andy Warhol is not a spot by himself. I don't like selling a spot where there's literally only one card you can get. So what we did is the letter A, one-of-ones only. So Andy Warhol and anybody else who only has one-of-one cards would be in the A, one-of-one spot. You, however, though, if you hit Adley mm-hmm. and you hit a one-of-one Adley, it goes to the Adley spot. The one-of-one is a one-of-one only spot. There's probably 10 or 15 guys whose first names start with an A and only have one-of-one cards. That would be your card. That's an interesting way to do it. It's only 42 bucks a spot, by the way. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty cool way to do it. So that's for sale in the store now. It's an awesome product to chase. It's way too expensive to break as personals. It's like 1,100 bucks a box. Breaking's cool. Like you can get into random breaks for like, what, 35 bucks a spot or something mm-hmm. like that, 38 bucks a spot. That's kind of cool. Um, I actually think one thing we will do with this, is we'll do mixers. So we'll put in other hobby boxes with it and do random teams, kind of in the 45 to $50 range. And oh, then you cool. get a shot at some big stuff there. I love the product. It's a little too expensive for my liking, but I do think it's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, I did pull up the, the Star Wars stuff. There are some like uh, Ray autos in there. There's also the going to be. The, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Ray Palpatine. Uh, Cassian Andor is the gentleman I was thinking of. Um, there's also going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi dual autos with Darth Vader. I think that's pretty awesome. And there's a couple like one of ones in there. Uh, one of at least of Darth Vader. It's like a first appearance card. It's what they're calling a Kyber crystal die cut. It looks pretty awesome. I don't know. Did if Mark Hamill sign in this? I, that's what I was trying to find out. They announced actually. he is going to be signing in products. Again. I heard that, yeah, and I couldn't. There wasn't anything on this specific list that listed him. Okay, but yeah, if I find out he is, then I will let you know. Diego Luna is the actual actor's name for that Andor guy. But anyway, there you go. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um. All right. So mailbag. Yep. Quickly. All right. Mailbag. We have a number of questions that kind of discussed a few things that we talked about. So guys, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get to all of those. Um. One from Andrew Donnelly says, for Bowman investing, is it better to buy fewer numbered autos or buy a bunch of base autos? Also, oh yeah, he's I get it. I like the I actually like the base auto play uh, for this reason. When a guy goes off, you'll see his base auto go from nine to thirty-eight dollars. His color autos take a little bit more time to catch up if they're going to. A little bit lower risk with the base. I stick with the base. Here's an uh 
Interesting question. So uh, John Dudley actually says, I'm irrationally excited about Top Series 2. Normally, one of the Series 1 or Series 2 is a dud. Correct. Um, this year but this not. seems strong, he says. Is yep. that? Do you think that's just true? solid rookie? Ch- I mean, again, okay. Walker and Volpe. There's a bunch of other guys I don't know off the top of my head, but those two. I mean, you get two star rookies, which is good. So yeah, first year we've seen good back-to-back products of Series One, Series Two in a while. I did ask for like rumors, and someone Walker Singleton says collectors are being bought by fanatics this week. Not a chance. In oh, the world. we never talked about that rumor either. Um, I didn't even know that was a real rumor. No, 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 not that specific rumor, but who else could be possibly bought out by Fanatics, which it doesn't really make sense to me, so I would doubt it. But the rumor going around is that PWCC is being bought out and or was bought out, and we're going to hear about it. That again. You know what? The other thing I thought about with this, by the way, this doesn't affect me in the least. I don't care. No, it doesn't. It's uh, just weird. Like, I, I, I've been thinking about this. We've even reached out to sources to, like, try to substantiate or get some info. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did. I literally woke up this morning. I was just like, I don't give a crap if it sells or not. I, I think no so difference. long as the customers are taken care of, I yeah, it doesn't really matter to me at the end of the day. Um, Kurt Lang, let's see. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Kurt Lang was making a very funny comment about salsa being on the table from Seinfeld. Thank you, Kurt Lang. Salsa, salsa, salsa. <laughs> um, let's see. Zach, ooh, Alessiak? Don't care. He says, <laughs> Zach cares. Because I imagine y'all talk about this, but with the three QBs being Fanatics exclusives and Wimby rumors, is it more of a play by Fanatics to buy out Panini or to buy out the licensing rights for the next few years? Uh, So I don't think we actually really went into that very deeply, but I would think that they would probably just prefer the licensing rights. And that's kind of what we had heard before was that the deal that was supposedly happening but never did was like, some kind of licensing deal, not necessarily a total buyout of Panini. So I don't know. I don't need, I have no answer. Honestly, I, I don't know how that works. Yeah. It, and here's the problem at the end of the day is we talking about all of this and it could be that, you know, these QBs are still going to sign in the Panini product. Unfortunately, we just don't have an answer yet. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. I think, yeah, I think we're about it. Can we There's be done longer ones, but yeah. Oh, absolutely not. That's your show. Are we going to tease Thursday? I was actually excited about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on Thursday, we have our first in-person guest in the audience, uh, in the studio. Where's he going to sit if we do it in this room? That's my other question. Here's the thing. I know you're not going to like this, but I think we have to move your mic down and he has to sit over there because I don't, like, there's just not really a lot of room with the whole production setup over here. I really want to find a way to do this on the couches, dude. I mean, the whole problem is it's three days away and to get all that <laughs> stuff is just, I, I will look into it. To Please see if look. An option. I will foot the bill. 100% no. on the cords and all that. I have no problem. But if we can make this happen. Oh, Just by the way. sit on the sofa. Other big news. I'm moving the desk out of my office here into my home office. More oh. stable for breaking. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's great. All right. So there you go. That is your show. Um, actually, this is funny. It's not your show. We're going to record the intro <laughs> to the show with the outro of the show and then put it at the beginning because it's breaking news. Dude, you're breaking the fourth wall. They're going to see how the right. sausage is made. Perfect. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ring of Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. I'm excited to talk about the opening break news segment, which I will do now, which for you will be have already happened. <laughs> I was already behind the wall poking the boats. The books. I, I already got inception. And that kid was there. <laughs> Goodbye.